Welcome back to Ghostly Talk. This is Scott L. This is Amber. What a fun time we You're had tonight. Right. Yeah, we had a We had Becky Ray on. Yeah, yeah. But you know, before we get to that though, I want to talk yeah. about something yeah, else. Yeah, we real got quick some here. other we got some very, very important yeah. news. Let me yeah. shuffle my papers. This is I'm shuffling newspapers. Okay. All right. Do, 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 do. We're going to talk about the new uh, website everyone can go check out? Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. I, we, I've been meaning to get to this, um, and I've been. this is the week we're going to yeah. do this thing, and we're going to do this for a while here. It's a new website called Veranormal. It starts with a D. Yeah. Veranormal.com. Yeah. Right? Um, it's a new online community. And you know what? Something you mentioned a, a couple nights ago, Amber, that, um, well, I'll say this. this is an, it's an online community. It's a forum, website, blog. It's all rolled into one thing, right? Now, I know... Um, but tell everyone who's doing it, who's behind it. Our dear friend Keith Clark. Yeah. Our dear friend Keith Clark. When we've talked about ITC or yeah. Project St. Peter, yeah. those are the Keith Clark shows. Yeah, yeah. those are the, our dear friend of ours. Yeah. But I want to point this out because you mentioned this the other night and I thought this was very interesting. Like, get, like I guess the idea of the forum mm-hmm. is kind of something that's coming back again. I think so. Because... Um, People are tired of social the media. social media yeah. format, the comment section. If you're trying to have a good conversation or discuss something with somebody you can't do it maybe in a facebook group but that but just the what the structure even even, even the chaos the structure that's there. there does not lend itself to a good online conversation well focused so focused. yeah focus that's yeah and good old forums from back in the day where there'd be a topic and people writing about it and commenting and and it would well, just you be all, subsequent yeah. and orderly and usually moderated. You had it, mo- it was moderated. So there was someone kind of like the ring, you know, ringside, like ding, ding. Okay, you know, well, let's no, keep there it civil, guys. They would keep, they would keep things, yeah, they keep, keep people it civil in line. Keep it civil or, you know. So, I mean, that's an interesting idea. You mentioned that the other night. Yeah. Um, this, this site is launching. The plan is it's at least. launched. Well, no, no, October 29th. It's oh. officially launched. Oh, I made an account on it today. Yeah, but it's official. The official go oh, live is October gotcha. 29th. Okay. Yeah, but go there anyways. Uh, it's free to everyone. Uh, but the, the, I mean, the, and this is cool too because I do. You know, I like, I like this formula that people like. You, there's a lot of YouTube channels that I, that I like to watch, and I mean, I don't necessarily all the time. Uh, participate in this, but they'll have the. There's some really great YouTube channels I like to watch on the paranormal or whatever, or true crime or whatever it might be, and um, they have like standard content, super cool, fun to watch, really good. But if you want like additional, like cooler stuff or more stuff, you can do the Patreon thing or something like that, right? Sure. Well, well, Veranormal kind of has the same idea. They're going to have subscription levels, um, and people can, you know. People can pay pay into that, and this is all that money is going to go to more or less keep the website running, right? So there's going to be uh, you know elevated subscription levels that'll obviously get you bigger, cooler things. I mean, I don't know all that stuff. That's all going to be getting fleshed out here, but that's part of this thing, and all that money is going to go into keep keeping veranormal.com running, right? Um, uh, people can write, you know, they can write blog posts in, in a few clicks. Uh, there's photo albums you can do there. Uh, this is, from what Keith said, this is Multiple free. Multiple live streams. Yeah, yeah. This that's is free cool. software that's never been used before, basically. So this is kind of homegrown stuff. Uh, yeah, you mentioned multiple live streams. Uh, it's super cool. Uh, it's it, And it's going to be this big thing, you know. I, and I've seen this happen, you know, before, you know, we're trying to pull things together and stuff like that. And we always hear this idea of, of paranormal unity and things like that. And I don't think it's it's that hard of a thing to do. 
uh, I think it just takes the right platform and the right mix of cool minds to make stuff come together. And Veranormal looks really cool like that. I think it's something that's going to be really interesting. Well, and, I, and I hope it. I hope it is the right time for things like this because I know there's been a couple other uh, people who have tried to do something like this, their own forum based thing, and for whatever reason it didn't work, and maybe it wasn't the right time. And the one I'm thinking of, I can't think of the name. I got a cough. Um, Stop coughing. Sorry. Uh, but I, uh, it was a bad name. I can't remember what the name of it was right now. I am just, haunted. No. Oh, I do remember. No, that's too. okay. Yeah. Eh, but you're right. That was like an, a separate online it was, it was, community. But that was more oh, on, tailored. On Stellar. I didn't uh-huh. like that because it sounds like OnStar to me. Yeah, well, I, I think, didn't like that. And those were and those were uh, those were more tailored towards social media, though, too. The I, and this is what I like about about Veranormal is it's it's different than social media. Again, it's more forum based. Yeah, and I like that idea. Um, I'm sorry, people. The internet, it's it's the not a democracy sucks right now. No, it, the internet really sucks, and some people realize. Don't realize that it isn't. It's not a democracy. Well, yeah. If you go on YouTube and you start ranting and raving about something like crazy, like they can shut you down because if you're saying things that is potentially yeah. harmful or is going to set other people off, yeah, you're in their playground. It's their sandbox. Well, and, I, and while I do have my own opinions on that, I, yeah. I'm sorry if you own the server, you own the infrastructure, yeah. you own the over, you, you own the workforce that supports that. Then there's not much I can really say. Yeah. Right. So, but this is a brand new thing, and this is, I think, it's a directed thing for people that really want to, you know, who are into the paranormal and they want the noise to go away. Right. You just want to get focused here. This is where it's going to be happening at Veranormal with a V. Veranormal.com. Yeah, and we'll we'll share the link and all that good stuff when it <laughs> yeah. when it goes live. I didn't realize it wasn't live yet. Should well, the plan is. Like, I am. Yeah, good, good, good job, Amber. I thought I was way, on way the to website. Do, I made an account. Work, I was like, it's working. As uh, Amber mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, we had the brilliant and wonderful yeah. Becky Ray, we've, who's we've a known dear Becky. friend yeah, we've forever. Known, we've known yeah. Becky for like 15 years or something. 37 years. 37? We've known Becky. I've known I've Becky. I've known Becky since I was like three? I've known Becky since I was. You were like seven? seven. Yeah. Okay. We We've have to ask her. Becky, she has memories of that. I've but. known Becky for 423 okay. years. Yeah, that sounds more right. Yeah, I, I've known her for... No, Becky, um, we love Becky so much. She's a writer, researcher, and and guide for the Ameri- for American Hauntings, who are dear friends of ours, Mr. Troy Taylor's organization. Uh, <laughs> and because we know her, we were probably extra conversation-y, <laughs> if that's to use that term. Is that yeah. a verb? Yeah, a, more, we're ex- a verb of we're a more a verbose, verb of a verb? verbose. Uh, by day, Becky works as a librarian, and by night, she has been actively investigating the unknown for over 35 years. Uh, Becky's knowledge of the paranormal has been featured on NPR and the Wall Street Journal and on several local media outlets, including radio, television, and print. Yeah, um, and yeah her, you're her, right. Her new book is Kansas yeah. City Hauntings, History and Mystery of the Paris of the Plains. Yeah. And you can get that through Troy Taylor's mm-hmm. publisher publishing company, uh, which is Whitechapel Press. But you can get it directly through uh, Becky's oh, website. We already we mentioned this on the show, but support your authors, yeah, especially yeah. during this time when they can't go out and do their normal lecture circuits or totally. they get horribly underpaid to do digital things online. And so it's just if you can afford the few extra bucks, you know. We're going to have all the links up on yeah, the site yeah, for her. Yeah. Amber, you mentioned that. I'll mention it again. Yeah. This was a real chatty show. Uh, we 
Becky's a dear friend of ours, and it's been a while since we've and we didn't get to hang out with her this year. Right. So we maybe were super that's, bummed. Maybe so that's I, why us gales were so chatty. Yeah, we were really we were really <laughs> chatty tonight. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our conversation with the brilliant Becky Ray. Start the show off with a cheer. Are you ready? Everyone just turned it off. <laughs> Becky's not gonna no one's gonna listen now because of that. <laughs> no, they're all joined in. I hope so. Everybody joined in. That was like Scott's most annoying tone I've ever heard. You have like 40 annoying I tones. I have more than 40 yeah, you, annoying tones. Yeah, we, we should make the amber sound. Remember those sound boards they used to have back in like the yes. 2005s or whatever? Yeah. They, we should make an amber sound board. I could with, do that. With their, with their goofy face on the front of it. I could do that. Yeah. I've always wanted to be a voice artist. Oh, yeah. Because I do so many weird voices. Well, you've, you've just found your big break. We're going to make the amber sound board okay. for you. And you it'll be what is it going to be available to? Like podcasters no no we'll, we'll put it up on the web we'll put it up for everybody just to go it it'll be an be, app for everybody's phones yeah there well yeah nowadays that's what it would be it'd be the app um amber soundboard down.com ringtones yeah yeah notification sounds yeah well we're, we're gonna be rich alarms we're gonna be so friggin' rich it's gonna be it's awesome solid we can't okay. i can't wait all right uh, in case you don't know who we have on the show tonight um it's Becky Ray. Oh my God! All right, sorry. Okay, Becky Ray's here. <laughs> Becky, Becky Ray, uh, a dear, dear, dear friend of ours. And yeah, it's okay. been a while since we've had you here. It has. Um, um, it has. I'm really happy we got you know because it's just you're one of those people we all, we love to bump into you on the road. Yep. Um, and it's been yep, like yep. that for a lot of years, and it, and that hasn't changed. Um, this year though was a little different, unfortunately, because we were hoping to bump into you down there in Alton. At Troy's yeah. conference, and yeah, well, we know how this year's went. Yeah, you know, I try to get out of town and get on the road at least once a month, and I haven't been anywhere this year except my house. I've been in my living room, <laughs> I've been in the bedroom, I've been in my office, and I've gone to work. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's the, the story we all have right now. None of oh. us have really... I think I got out to camp for a couple of days. Met some uh-huh. friends from down south up north here in Michigan, and yeah. that was like two solid days I camped. Um <laughs> And I can't really think of anything else I've done besides sit around the house and drink beer on the weekends. Basically, that's that's my that's yeah. been my our me and my neighbors' recreation this year is just <laughs> drinking beer on the weekends. So you know, I've actually I've lived in this house over twenty years, and I've just this year learned my neighbors' names. Wow! Wow! <laughs> thank you, COVID. Well, <laughs> thank you, thank you, COVID. Um, that's, but that's a funny thing because I mean. And I I was discussing this with some other people the other night. This, this very st- the subject about the whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean I know I'm con- I feel very blessed. I'm in a position where you know I really haven't had a problem with employment during this whole thing. Like you know, and there's been there's a lot of people, but there's also a lot of people that have had a problem with employment. Yeah. Um, 
And one of the things I've said, though, at least in my position, which is a very good position I'm in, I'm like, I don't know why people, because I have people that are, you know, I work with and whatnot, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. I, I, I can't get out of the house. And I'm like, you know, I don't really understand that logic. I mean, I, yeah, you want to get out. I have to get fresh air and go out and ride my uh-huh. bike or, or go exercise or do something outside. But I'm kind of really happy that I've got to spend so much time in, in the house because, sure. like, yeah. my logic is... Uh, we we spend all this money on these houses that we own, um, <laughs> right. and we're busy as hell trying to pay for them all the time. Uh, you know, it really is kind of pathetic when you think about it. But now that, we have this little time we spend here. Yeah, <laughs> we we spend now we have the opportunity to spend as much time. At least some of us do spend as much time as we want at the house, and I think that's kind of cool. You know, uh-huh. so, so yeah, but it's been like that. I think it's been the story for everybody, and we you know and. Of course, we missed you at Troy's conference, like I said, yeah. which yeah, was a super was a bummer. Yeah, it was a huge bummer. And I know, I, I think Illinois, I don't know, Amber, if you can answer this or you can answer this, uh, Becky, but um, I don't know if Illinois is still under, like, because the, they were really, they're a pretty strict state. Chicago was really bad. And really? so they put these heavy restrictions on the whole state. And I think that actually helped the state because I think they, they aren't as bad as, like, here I am in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah and we've never had any restrictions here because our governor refuses to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Troy. So it's, I, it's, go ahead. it's not good here. <laughs> I know Troy held out to as long as he could with that, and just it yeah. came to the point down to the wire, and it's like we can't do this thing. We just can't. I do honestly, it. I, I this is how naive I was. In April, I thought there is no way this is still going to be going on in June, and then when everything got canceled in June, I was thinking there is no way this is still going to be going on at Halloween, and here we are. Yep. And they're saying it's probably going to be another year. Yep. So it's, um, yeah. Yeah, we have, we're trying to plan stuff out for next year now. I mean. Right. It's tough. Not just paranormal stuff, but other stuff that we, that we right. like to travel and do. And we were actually having this very conversation on Saturday with some friends. And mm-hmm. we have something in June, sorry, May we'd like to do every year. Uh-huh. And that came up and a handful of the guys were like, it's not happening, dude. I it's don't even. I happen. don't even think Psycho Las Vegas is going to happen. Oh, you talking about that thing we're going to go to in Vegas next year? That's maybe August. Not. Yeah, maybe not. And I bet you it's you not. Know, go ahead, Becky. I was just going to say I have that full-on denial that no, no things are going to be okay. But in the back of my mind, I just know. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I can sound optimistic, but the back of my mind, I'm like, eh, it's probably not going to happen. You know, and I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to make any predictions anymore because everything I've said has been flat, dead, stupid wrong. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of going with it. I think like a lot of people are now, mm-hmm. and kind of just playing it by ear and just seeing yeah, what's going to happen, right? Um, really, all you can do, and then kind of look at the situation if it is still happening, and you're like, ah, eh, should it be? Kind of look at what are they doing about it? <laughs> Have they talked to the health department about what they need to be doing? Have, yeah. Well, and who else is going to be there? The people that are going to be there are going to be people who are safe, or are they going to be the people who've been at the lake all weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about that, and it's very rare that that I personally get really opinionated on this show. Mm-hmm. Sure. This is a paranormal talk show. Right. So it's very, uh, it's hard to really be opinionated about things. But this is one of those things. Because it does tie, you know, we talk a lot about life here. Yeah, you know, know, and the thing is, is this has hit home for for us. We know, Mm -hmm. we personally know, dear friends, close friends, that one lost his father. Mm -hmm. His dad died because of this thing. Flat out, saw the paperwork, his dad died because of COVID. He died of COVID, right? Right. So the people 
you know, and it, well, and there's not going to be any nice way to say this. I'm sorry. The people, especially here in this state, too, in Michigan, that mm-hmm. are just running around acting like everything is perfectly normal and they can just do whatever the hell they want. Cut the shit. You got to cut it right. out because yep. this is what the, this is what's keeping this thing moving along and keeping it. Just keeping it going, I guess. That's the, exactly. That's the only way I can yeah, up, so. yeah. I think we've all, at this point. If someone doesn't know someone, or if they haven't personally been affected, and they don't know someone close to them who's personally been affected by yeah, it, yeah, um, they need to count their blessings because yeah, yeah. it's everywhere. And I know people who've lost parents. I know people um, have an acquaintance who lost a son. It's you know, it's it's a real deal. And trying to say that well, they had these underlying conditions, and that's what killed them. Well, no, it's not. Because they would still be alive with yeah. asthma. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. The COVID is what killed them. Yep. <laughs> Just because they had asthma doesn't mean the asthma killed yep. them. And if, yeah. in good old-fashioned flu, there's a lot of people yeah. with underlying health conditions that survive the flu, no problem. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's not the same at all. No, it's not. <laughs> and, and I know there's a lot of people that have symptoms that are very flu-like, mm-hmm. and they maybe hopefully don't have um, long-lasting effects that's what i worry sure. about with some of the people that are like yeah. oh it was nothing but then like a month later they're like I've had oh it. i had it and got over yeah. it it's like you don't know yeah because uh, they're saying now in addition to the scarring in the lungs yeah there's a lot of neurological problems yep. that they're just now seeing yep oh, i know so it's freaky know. it's scary but well it's, it's changed our way of life i've said this yeah. before i mean christ was just a just a, a week or two ago i got under the weather a little bit I mm-hmm. and this this ha- it happens to me like twice, sometimes three times a year. I'll get a twenty four hour thing, sure. where I will just one day I'll get totally achy. I'll just feel like complete garbage, right? Yeah, and I, it'll it'll cripple me, and I'll go, and it's my body going, dude. It's time to forcing take a break. you to rest. Time to take a break. <laughs> so and I go and I get in bed, and I know what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. I sweat myself half to death i wake up literally you can see my i would say my figure but i have not much of a figure i'm kind of a barrel shaped person um but you see like imprint my imprint on the bed literally it's just pure sweat i sweat myself and then i feel fine yeah and but now you know so i would get that if this was 2019 Mm-hmm. It would have been like, okay, 24-hour no thing, time to shut it down and watch The Sopranos for a while, let the body rest. Uh, but now it's like immediately right to urgent care. I need, I need to jam yeah. that. Well, that immediately fuzzy isolate t- yourself. Nobody come near me. Well, yeah. and you know, I, you know, I've got the mask and everything on. Nobody breathe near me until we know. Yeah. And who and, have I talked to? Who have I been around? Yeah, Where have I been? Exactly. I mean, all these things. And, you know, I, don't, I personally don't want to be responsible for... You know, making other people sick, right? Exactly. That's my big thing on it is, you know, I get that I have a lot of underlying health issues and it probably would kill me because I have asthma. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's not what I'm scared of. I'm scared of being the spreader. I'm scared of taking it someplace and being responsible for somebody else getting sick and dying. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't want to be that person. So, yeah, um, this has made this a very interesting year for all of us. But I have to say, though, Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've been productive this year, yes. obviously. You've been very productive. <laughs> and and the, the reason is because I had a few months that I couldn't leave the house. Yeah, yeah. So I got this book done. I've yeah. been working on it yes. yeah, since the early 2000s, and I would work on it for a while. Things are going great. And then something would happen where I'd have to put my focus on something else, and then it would take me a while to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then something finally happened where I had nothing else to focus on. <laughs> Imagine that. And I finished it. 
I finished my book finally. Kansas City Hauntings, History and Mystery of the Paris of the Plains. Okay, I got to ask, why is Kansas City the Paris of the Plains? Yeah, we need to hear that first, please. Okay, (laughs) well, back in the day, um, I don't know if it was before Prohibition or if it was during Prohibition. Uh, Prohibition never really happened in Kansas City. Uh, We had a a guy who um, ran things then called Boss Tom Pendergast, and he uh, made sure that Kansas City never went dry. Huh. He kept, he kept the man. booze flowing here. His quote was, the people are thirsty. <laughs> and he made sure we always had alcohol here. And um, I think it was a reporter from Omaha that dubbed Kansas City the Paris of the Plains because of the debauchery and the booze oh. and the hookers and the gangsters. And <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sounds it wonderful. was a good place to be. It was fun back then. Yeah. <laughs> Paris of the Plains. Uh, and you said you've been working on this thing since the early 2000s, so it's yeah. been it's been a long wow. work in progress. What's yeah, topic- yeah, and it's 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 moved and changed. And um, when I started it, it was going to be a completely different style book. And then I started looking, you know, at some of the other people who had put out some Kansas City ghost books, and it was basically just lists. And I was like, well, that's not a book. Yeah, and so I yeah. realized I can't include everything. Let's just pick my favorites and go. <laughs> well, let's talk about a couple of your favorites. Can yeah. we can we do that? Um, just just throw it on the table. I want to know about maybe one or two of your favorite stories from uh, from Kansas City Hauntings. Oh boy! Well, um, in the book, I also have um, true crime stuff as well. Yes. Oh, good stuff. Yes, it's, I start off with Kansas City. You know, a little bit of the history of the, the of our little town. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know how Kansas City came to be, or even where Kansas City is, because I'm sure there's people that don't know. They think it's in Kansas, yeah. and there is a Kansas City, Kansas, but that's a different Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It's in the book mm-hmm. too, though. I did mm-hmm. include it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Kansas City, Missouri, we're right at the convergence of two rivers, so we have it's a big river town, and it yeah. grew because of that. And then I go into um, some of the mysteries and the the bad things that have happened here through the years, um, kidnappings and murders, and we've had a whole lot of serial killers. What? And we probably still do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then I get into the hauntings. So you know, it's I'd say two thirds of the book are ghosts, and that first third is the 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 serial killer stuff. Um, and as far as the hauntings go. I, you know, I think all the ones in the books are my favorites. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, some, some of my favorite stories are, um, well, okay, the President Hotel, which okay. is downtown Kansas City. Uh, if you look at the Kansas City skyline, you see the big pointy building that a lot of people think looks like the building in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because uh, it's got the recessed things to it. Right across the street from there is a hotel called the Hotel President or the President Hotel. And... Um, as I was doing my research into writing this book, I was looking into all these hotels because almost all of our old hotels have got ghost stories with them. Mm-hmm. And um, something I'd never really thought about, but it's really obvious, and I should have thought about it, is how many people die at hotels. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people die at hotels. Suicides, murders, heart attacks, stroke, you know, drown in the pool. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. die at hotels. And um, there's been a lot of weird deaths at the president. Um one of them, the one that most people know about, is um, oh no, I can't think of the room number right now. <laughs> Hang on. Um, get the book out. I gotta get my book out. Yeah, I gotta, get you, gotta get my book. I know, out. and my books. I think it's on the way. I think I got a shipment notification from you, Becky. So oh, you probably did because I'm, I'm pretty sure I did ship it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I remember doing that. Okay, let's see. 
<laughs> and while Becky's looking, this was published by Troy Taylor's publishing company, yes. Whitechapel Press. So you can head over to Troy's website, pick up a copy, or you can get it autographed directly from Becky. Yes, I will very happily autograph it for yes, you. Yes, and we'll have links to all of this on our website. To yeah, Becky's of course. Site. Of I course, mean, always. If you can directly always support an author by going to their website and getting it from them, please do that because... If you go to Amazon, while it might be cheaper and you get it in two days, it's yeah. you're supporting Amazon, and authors very rarely get any yeah, much that, money from right. that. I so. think Amazon gets enough support right now. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're doing okay. I mean, you can definitely get it quicker from them and not have to pay shipping if right, you've got Prime. Right. But, you know. But it's just <laughs> if, you can, if you can throw the extra change at, at your favorite authors and people I, out I, there that are doing this, you know, do it. Well, speaking of Amazon, real quick, I, I'm, I'm curious to two of you maybe have noticed this. Because we have Amazon, you know, it's there. It's a constant circus, you know, rotation of Amazon trucks going through our neighborhood here. Usually because of because of Amber, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same every, way. Every I complain about him, but every day I, I think I get it. something. I use it. Yeah, every day there's something coming here. But, you know, when I'm out running or doing whatever in the neighborhood, I watch the Amazon trucks because you know a lot of times they have the actual Amazon trucks now that say Amazon on the side of them. Mm-hmm. And these people, I'm wondering how they're getting paid because like today was a good example i just happened to be looking out the front door i just took a little break from working to look and check the mail and stuff and i look out the front door and this amazon truck comes pulling up to our house and the guy gets out and he is running his ass off he's running he's sorting through there and he comes blowing up as fast as he can have a good day sir here you go and he runs back to the truck and i've seen this as several days you know several times before they run they are dropping stuff off. They, I think they have them so I overworked. I thought I heard once that they have a quota to meet. Or yeah. there's, I, I, well, I don't know. I don't know, though. So well, I guess Bezos yeah. just Bezos sure beams them on the head. Works. I wonder, you know, if it's like the post office that they give you so much to do, and when you're done, you're done for the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or you maybe know, it's like um, that. And maybe he had some place to be. I don't know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just see him running all the time. Maybe you now. fill yeah. up your truck, and then when it's done, you, you can go You get paid home. by the piece. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, either. Yeah. Anyway, I, all right, I've never sorry. looked into it. I don't want to go too far off the <laughs> Anyway, I'm weeds. sure Becky found the page now. Yeah, did you find the page by this time? I did, I did. And right. it's room 1046. 1046. And, um... There's even been podcasts about this case, and okay. I think there's tons of stuff on the internet about it. Yeah. Um, but it's room 1046 at the Hotel President, downtown Kansas City. And the reason that that room was so notorious was um, back in uh, <laughs> 1935, a gentleman checked into the Hotel President, and um, he asked for an interior room, and he wanted it to be several fo- floors up, but without a window to outside. You know, he wanted it where no one could look at his window. Yeah. And he signed in as Roland T. Owen and gave a Los Angeles address. He was well-dressed but had no luggage, and they thought that was weird. Um, long story short, because the story's in the book, um, he ends up dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, they can't figure out who did it or why, and there's just all this weirdness about it. And even at the time, everybody's like, this is really, really, really weird. Um, he had been at other hotels in town, and... The name, he wasn't even named Roland T. Owen. That wasn't his name. They didn't know what his name was. And um, it took a long time to figure it out. And they ran um, newspaper articles statewide and even into other countries with drawings of him because he had a bald spot on the side of his head. And they thought, well, that's weird. That's kind of mark somebody should recognize him. And that's finally what happened was his mother recognized him in, um, I believe she was in Tennessee. And his name was Artemis Ogletree. 
Oh, it's kind of I would cool probably name. go by Rollin T. Owen, too, if my name was oh. Artemis Ogletree. <laughs> um, and he, he and some friends had gone to Los Angeles, and then he stopped calling her. And she had gotten some typewritten letters, which he thought was weird because he didn't know how to type. Um, and the, she's the one that finally identified him and got an actual picture of him. And the whole thing's just so strange because mm-hmm. um, he was naked and had been bleeding for a while yeah. and... It's just, read the book. It's a very bizarre, bizarre case that even though we know who he is now, we still don't know who killed him or why or how he ended up in Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. So do they feel like he haunts the president, the hotel president now in that hotel room? The president has several ghosts. And um, it's very possible when they remodeled the president not that long ago, um, they redid the rooms. And instead of making the small old rooms like because it was built in 1915 size rooms they doubled the size and so each room is two former rooms and i don't think that that exact room number matches up with where that room was okay um but there's lots of hauntings in there and especially on the 10th floor and down on the mezzanine and several places in there uh people report noises they've seen children uh, there's weird things that happen in the presidential suite it's it's a cool, cool, cool place. <laughs> That's not the residual haunting you would want to see is like a naked dude laying there bleeding out. No, no, yeah. probably just, just not. Nude. Just nude. Just laying there nude. A little glossy. <laughs> Dewey. Gross. <laughs> Let me get that many details out of it. <laughs> well, he was his hands were tied together too, and his oh. head had been bashed. And okay, some yeah, times. someone. Had, but yeah. he was still alive when they found him. So. Oh, he was. Yeah, and they asked him who did it, and he said nobody. What? But there's no way he could have done it because his hands were tied and everything. And makes you wonder if he was into something like. Oh, God, like oh, like God. SNM or something, and then was like, I'm he not going to admit in this. Excess. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, well, bad joke. About the bashes on his head. He said he fell and hit his head on the bathtub. Well, like, it, repeatedly. It, <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I shouldn't have tied my hands behind my back. It's the damn damnest it. thing. Why'd I do this? I fell and bashed my head in the tub, and I'm, I got up and I fell and bashed my head in the tub, and I got up and I fell and bashed my head. It's the equivalent of taking your webcam and just jamming it into the screen of your laptop. It just happens over and over again. And you go into a vortex, just bashing your head over and over. He's probably like, I'm not. I'm just so embarrassed by this. I'm not going to tell anyone if they come in. I'm just going to just take, let them take me. I'm just going to spray blood all over my room, and then you know, tie my hands together. Put me out. This poor, this poor innocent man probably was just beating the shit out of by a bunch of people, and we're making this into some creepy, weird, weird sex crime. There was a gentleman that met with him that is a suspect but they never could identify who it really was mm-hmm. because there was one time when the maid went to the room to um i think get the towels and things to wash them that the room had been locked from the outside but he was in it okay so somebody had locked him in and yeah. but she let him out <laughs> it was the dominatrix yeah maybe you know it's it's weird it's a weird why does this deal? keep leaning this way i don't get I, it why are probably because you- i watched the show pose and there was like a dominatrix in there and there was an accidental death and the guy was like tied up and everything. And I, I don't know, it just popped in my head. So that's what your, that's where your brain's at right yeah. now. That's where it's at. So every, well, you know, it's as, it's as logical as anything else anyone's come up with yeah. because it's, it's been really, really weird. Well, it's definitely and, you know, and since yeah. people have recently refound this case, there's all sorts of websites where people have their own personal hypothesis on what happened to him, but we'll never know, obviously. So, I love that kind of stuff. 
Let's yeah, me too. You got to give us one more from this book because that was pretty insane. <laughs> yeah, that one's very insane. It's yeah. a very insane thing. What else? What else was? It, what else you got? Okay, um, the Vale Mansion, which is a big, beautiful Victorian mansion that's in Independence, Missouri. Okay, uh, it's gorgeous and it's a beautiful place. And the Vales built it to look like the things they had seen in Italy that they just loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Mr. and Mrs. Vale. They didn't have any children. And um, Harvey Vale made his money in several different ways. He was an entrepreneur. But back then they had the mail routes that were called star routes, which um, they had taken the mail by boat and by train. But there were all these outlying locations that they needed another way to get the mail to them. Mm-hmm. And so things like the Pony Express had existed. And then they came up with these star routes, which were contracts that you could bid on to get to carry the mail from, say, this mail stop to the small town. And people had wagons and people on horses that would take them the mail. And he owned several of the star routes. And um, the star routes turned into a really big um, scandal because people would bid on them, uh, purposely drive the things up so that somebody else would make excessive amounts of money. Mm -hmm. Some people would bid on them and get all the money from the government and then not deliver the mail. And um, several people had been scamming the government for extra money. And under President Garfield, he started pressing charges, and Harvey Vale and his partner were called to Washington, D.C. to um, stand trial because they were accused of this as well. And while Harvey was there, his wife uh, found out that she had stomach cancer. And um, on Valentine's Day, she took um, an overdose of her opiate medicine for her cancer and died. So she did that intentionally, um, it sounds like? Oh, I well, you know, people speculate on it. I think yes. Uh, she was in a lot of pain from the cancer, and then her husband was standing trial for something that she didn't think he had done. And we don't know if he was or not. Um, he was ultimately found innocent, but his partner was found guilty. So, uh-huh. however that works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and she—they had moved there to Independence, and she didn't have a lot of friends, and they were trying to make this big house into this glorious place to have a big social thing. But Harvey had had a hired a man who painted a painting in their bedroom over the bed of a woman with her boobs out. And it's still there. It's beautiful. <laughs> but she's over the bed with her boobs out. And I guess the, the servants started talking and the other socialites in town found out from their servants that there was this painting. And everyone said that it was over. And that's Mrs. Vale herself. And so she was kind of snubbed. So she didn't have any friends because they thought, yeah, you're not, you know, we're not down with that. And, um, and then she had the cancer, and then she thought her husband was going to prison. And so I think, yeah, she probably killed herself. That's, Poor lady. That's over sad. Some, over some boobs. Some, yeah. I even, know, over, over painted boobs. Yeah, and they might not even have been her boobs. <laughs> they weren't her right. boobs. Like, they it, were beautiful boobs. It it's, just, a, it's a beautiful painting. Well, and that's <laughs> yeah. like a common thing in all like Renaissance art yeah. and everything. Yes. There's always yes. a topless chick. And it, yep. so for them to be all like, mm. Uh, exactly. Well, we're not hanging out with her. Uh, ew. I don't like them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But he came home, you know, and there was a, an urban legend that he had her buried in the front yard mm-hmm. uh, with a glass top coffin so he could go outside and look at her. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, I love there are that. people that still believe that, but that's not true. Oh. <laughs> that didn't happen. And then he died story. a few years later in the house as well. So, I mean, is there any type of hauntings in that house whatsoever? Or is yeah, it just- there's lots of hauntings in that house. On the second floor, I do think it's her. I, I think it's Sylvia Vale. 
um, that's mostly there because people will hear a woman's voice say mm-hmm. things like, I'm not ready yet or don't come in yet. And then nobody's there. Uh, but after the Vale family yeah. was gone, um, the house ended up, uh, long story short, <laughs> too late. Um, <laughs> it was turned into several things. Uh, they it had its own well on it. So someone tried to bottle up the well water and sell it. That That didn't make it. And they tried to run it as a little hotel. That didn't make it. And then mm. they ran it as a, an, an asylum, um, as a place um, for, you know, alcoholics and people with mild medical issues. Okay. Back yeah. then, that's where they would go. Place to go. Um, place of yeah. healing. Place of healing, it sounds like. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then it was a nursing home for a long time. And uh, when it was a nursing home, they would put like three or four people in each of these bedrooms because these bedrooms were gigantic even by today's standards so mm-hmm. uh, but yeah and so lots of you know and people would die there of natural causes being a nursing home uh, and there's there's definitely some things going on there some bumps and some people that we don't know who they are and yeah is well, it yeah. is it open for tours now not right now it's open for private events um, okay. I've done some events there for American hauntings um, but as far as day tours, right now it's not because of COVID. The whole county is right. forced all the museums to stay closed. Um, at Christmas time, it's normally amazing because they fill that place up with lights and trees, and it's gorgeous. But that's not going to happen this year, right? And but normally, if it wasn't for COVID, it is open as a place you can anybody yes. can tour. Okay, yeah. is it yep. run it's by a, a historical society? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a museum. It's uh, I think it's the the Vale Historical Society or something okay. like that. And it's really gorgeous, and I highly recommend it. Halloween, they normally decorate it up, too, and have, like, a Victorian morning class where you can come oh, learn about Victorian cool. morning traditions. But none of that's happening this year. Well, and, and Halloween, <laughs> I mean, this show is going to be our Halloween week show. Yeah, we mentioned Woo-hoo! And yeah. I know Halloween this, is, this year is going to well, be. This is Halloween week as we're doing this. This is Halloween. Yeah, it is. This is Halloween. It's going to be a bummer for a lot of people because, yeah. like, there's technically. Not for me. I'm on drink beer. Okay, well, Scott's <laughs> going to drink beer, but technically we, we could go to a Halloween party, but we don't want to. I don't right. want to. I don't even yeah. really want to hang out outside because I don't even trust people outside, especially yes. this particular party with these particular people. I don't people. trust people outside, and if there's alcohol, I don't trust yeah. myself to remain safe no, because exactly. I'm a hugger. Yeah. And I love to hug, and I love to hug when I'm sober. And I have a really hard time as it is when I'm with my friends, not just going, ah, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. And I, I just feel like if I were drinking, I would like, I don't care right now. I know. And then I'd wake up and I'd go, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, you get a little exactly. buzz on and you're like, well, that's COVID. And then touch your face and touch someone else yeah. and touch your face. Yeah. And- well, I think, you I know, would totally do that stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, the, the bummer, the, the grand bummer of a lot of concerning Halloween is I think in the last decade, especially, you know, the, the traditional go out and trick or treat type thing. Yeah. I think that's becoming more and more of something that just it's not part of Halloween anymore. Um, I just think for safety reasons. And I understand, too. A lot of places have gone to the trunk or treats. And which I, which I, I know when I lived in cool. Los Angeles, the kids trick or treated at the mall, and yeah, yeah I think that's kind of cool. Safer. The trunk or treat thing, I thought, I think that's pretty neat, actually, mm-hmm. uh, and it cr- does create a safe environment, you know. And, it, and it's to me, it's actually more of like a, you know a community type thing. It's more of a kind of, like a, kind of a little party because you know the parents are going to be drinking. I think, so, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and I think it gives the kids a chance to get more candy. Yeah, oh, totally. you know, because they're guaranteed every car is going to yeah. have candy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but when I know door to door, you don't know how far you're going to have to walk to get that next candy bar. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I I know here in our where we live. I mean, I've 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 been here almost ten years now, and um, the first couple of years, of course, I was here. I was all excited because I'm like, oh man, I get to I get to hand candy out to the kids, right? Yeah. And yeah. Kind of how we are set up, just how we're set up geographically here. Um, it's uh-huh. never really been a real hot spot for people to come by. And I mean, every year I watch because I did the, I did a couple of years and I'm like, well, this is not worth my time. You know, this yeah. is just, there's nothing going on. It's an here. end street. And yeah. it's, oh. yeah, the kids, if they do anything, they're in like the heart of the neighborhood. Yeah. But are you going to go anywhere this year at least? Or, okay, are you going to dress up in your house? <laughs> I am. You know, I probably will. Uh, <laughs> I do not I here, not in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I work part time at the library, and um, the only days I'm working there's Thursday and Friday this week okay. because our hours are cut. Thank yep. you, COVID. Um, but we're we're dressing up all week at the library too. So yeah. I've got some of my you know onesie pajama things that I thought you know. <laughs> I'm going I'll comfy t- to work. I'll take this opportunity. We're, yeah. we're we're doing that at my library too. Like our departments, different departments have to dress up and. Yep. <laughs> I guess our our head of department wants us to be the clue game characters. Oh, fun! Uh, I was a little I like, hardly, like I was kind of like. I spent uh, a lot of time working on the costume, and this well, year I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess I guess this would be it's an easy like I ordered a green blazer. I'm Mr. Green, and mm-hmm. then we made some signs well, that why say are you like a guy because I'm a guy, and because there's not that many women in the clue game. There's Miss Scarlet, <laughs> Miss. Mrs. White and Mrs. Peacock. Yeah, and, that's and then it. the rest of them are dudes. So I have to. Someone has to be a dude. So and they picked you. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and Lyndon's going to be Colonel Mustard. Okay. So right. I know I, and Celia's going to be Professor Plum. So there's three dudes. Okay. All right. Okay. So anyway, and then I'm just I don't know. It'll be fun, and we have little signs that say like I didn't do it, or you know, Miss awesome. Scarlet did it in the library. I don't. We'll see. We'll see how it might come together. We'll be like, okay, this was kind of fun. Uh-huh. I just, I just, I think people might come in. I, I think like, does anyone play board games anymore? <laughs> like they're just gonna be looking at me like, what are you? Are you a leprechaun? Like, no. <laughs> Give me my gourd. I want me gourd. Don't you see my sign? Don't you touch my lucky charm. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll probably see a lot of people this year, like dressed up at home, yeah. taking pictures, yeah. throwing it up on social media, yeah, throwing back a few beers or some wine or. You know. excited because normally our neighborhood normally is crazy on Halloween and I haven't been here for Halloween for many, 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 many years because I've always got an event. Mm-hmm. This year I don't have an event. So I get to stay home and drink beer for Halloween this year, yeah. and I'm really excited about oh, you're, it. You're gonna love it. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna love it. It might it. be my new hobby. But you do. But like, as you said, you stay really busy. On, you know, especially on the holiday, our favorite holiday of the year. Um, and you mentioned um, you mentioned American Hauntings, and yeah. you do actually do you do host tours, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. For American Hauntings, I'd like to hear about a couple of those. Um, if, okay. If well, I'm at Dale Mansion's one of them. Yeah. Uh, that that we like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the Glore Psychiatric Museum is in St. Joseph, which is just north of here. It's a little jaunt, but not far. It's a day mm-hmm. trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very cool place that we do events. And um, it's part of what was the Missouri State Hospital number two. Mm-hmm. And it's actually in the two buildings that were the surgeries. It's where they perform the lobotomies and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, it's... I don't like to say... 
it's guaranteed activity because you never guaranteed activity. But out of all the places I've gone, it's been the place that has had the most consistent activity. <laughs> How so? There, it isn't always active, but there's yeah. almost always something going on. Uh, whereas other places I go could be really active one night, and then it's like a year till it's active again. Like what? But that place. D- describe. Uh, okay. This is my favorite story from there. Okay. Uh, it was on one of my first investigations. There it was about a decade ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were up on the third floor, and just one thing I do when there's nothing going on is I say, if anybody can hear me, can you make a knocking sound? And then there's never a knocking sound. But at this place, um, when I said that on the third floor, there was a... Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> There were was three <laughs> knocks. And um, so I was like, okay, that's a fluke. So I was like, okay, if that was you, do it again. And then knock, knock, knock. Oh. <laughs> and I said, really? How about knock two times? Knock, knock. Wow. So I'm standing there kind of in disbelief, still trying to figure out, uh, no, this is, no, this isn't happening. Um, that's something logical. Let's go find out what it is. So we start following the sound, you know, asking for more knocks. And it leads us to this door. And it's not a door to a display or anything. It's an office door that's locked. Uh, but as soon as we get to that door, the knocking stops. Really? And so we're like, well, okay, that was kind of cool, but weird. And then one of my teammates leans up against the door, and then he kind of jumps back, and he says, there's somebody in there. And I was like, no, there's nobody else in here but us. And then the, the museum representative who's downstairs, he said, listen to the door. And I put my ear up against it, and I thought I kind of heard a muffled voice. And I'm thinking, okay, that's probably the HVAC room. Um, it's just auditory illusion. I'm hearing sounds, and my brain's making it into words. Mm-hmm. But then a couple other people put their ear up against it, and they're saying, no, someone's in there saying, help me. What? And I was like, I don't think so. And um, But we went and we got the museum person and asked her, can you unlock that door? Is that a room we could look into? Here's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. And I said, you know, being me, I'm like, I think it's the HVAC room. And she goes, oh, you do, do you? And I thought, okay, maybe it's not maybe the HVAC room. <laughs> But she comes up there and she goes to this door and she unlocks it and opens it and it's a completely empty room except for a desk and a chair that the desk is completely empty. And there's no plumbing near it. There's no anything near it. It's just an empty room. And she said this was somebody's office until about a week ago. Oh. (laughs) And okay. So every time we go back there, I go check that door out. I've never gotten a knocking sound again, and I've never heard anything at that door again. So I, I joke around that whatever was in there, we must have let it out <laughs> when right? she opened the door. Whoa. It was weird. It was super and weird. That, and that other people heard it, too. I love when you're yeah. on investigations and multiple people experience the same thing. I was running my, my old 8-millimeter heavy to carry Ooh. around camera. And I've got several people's facial reactions when they put their ear up against the door. Yes, and yes. it's pretty cool. <laughs> God, no, and there was just crazy. nothing in there, though. A, an empty desk empty and chair. Desk. No equipment, no plumbing, no nothing. <laughs> That's probably why the person moved out. They were like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you know, I like, need a better <laughs> office. <laughs> I hate this place. Someone's always screaming, help me, while yeah, I'm trying yeah. to eat my lean cuisine. Yeah. I'm done. I'm trying to work, and I can't God. concentrate because it sounds like I'm in an HVAC room. It's like, it's like a damn HVAC room in here. What's going on? <laughs> Who put my office H- in the HVAC room? I totally, you know, all these weird noises. There's voices in this room I need out. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite places, too. And, yeah, I like to go there several times with American Hauntings and take other people there. You know, I don't know why. You know, I want to share this with you, Becky, because yep. um, we, we, we're buds. And, yep. um, you know, this just happened to me this week. And, you know, it's something I meant to, meant to talk to you about, too, Amber. 
uh, you know, this was just something that happened in the house here. Another right? okay. Every time something Ooh. happens here, you never tell me about it. Is this something new again? Because <laughs> I save it for the show. Oh my god. Okay. I want to get your. <laughs> right. I want to get that genuine reaction from okay. you. No, it's something that happened the other night. Okay. I know because we're just you know we're just talking stories here, right? Uh, yep. But this was. Um, was it the night you were drunk? No. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to which clarify. Night, which night was that? <laughs> the obituary concert night. That was a. You weren't even here that night. I know, but you told me all about it. Yeah, we had, we had, we had, we we streamed um, this band obituary that I like a lot. I'm th- I think I've t- we've talked about music a yeah. lot, Becky. But mm-hmm. yep, the, yep. The, uh, dear, dear, wonderful, one of our all time favorites. They they do to supplement some income for the band. They're doing mm-hmm. virtual concerts, right? Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So they did a virtual concert Saturday night and. 15 bucks, you know, and I set up a projector in the garage and a bunch of us got together in the garage and just started throwing back beers all night long and watched them play. And yeah, we all got a little tanked. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you want? But it wasn't that night, Amber. So thanks for, okay. thanks for mentioning just, that, though. I wanted clarification. Listening audience thinks I'm a total drunk okay. now. Support your local musicians. They really need help right now. Yeah, they do. exactly. They're exactly. Struggling. struggling. They are. And this COVID thing's killing a lot of bands right now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, this was um, Sunday night. Um, mm-hmm. I, this was bizarre. Um, I was laying in bed, but I find nowadays, I guess it's come because I'm getting older. I can, I tend to have an easier time going to sleep when I just roll over on my belly. I guess I'm like, a, sure. like I just, it, it's, I, I'll, I'll lay on my back all night, but as soon as I roll over on my belly, I can crash out. Chiropractor says I shouldn't do that, but <laughs> it, it, I go to sleep that way. So Sunday night. I rolled over on my belly and I was laying there and I literally felt this. I felt this, right? Um, I just felt like something pushed down on the back of my neck into the pillow. Whoa. Okay, now, was it the cat? That's the exact first thing I thought. Because as soon as I felt the feeling and it literally, it, it was like I felt the push down on my, the back of my neck. And all you dirty people out there, get that dirty stuff out of your minds. I know exactly what's going on. I'm like, buried my face in the pillow. Uh, it, it literally, it did. It's like, I felt like the, I felt the pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And I, then I felt the pressure release. And I immediately turned around, sat up. I'm like, okay, where you at, Rollins? Where's the cat at? And I ran around, and Rollins was crashed out on the couch in the front of the house. What was I doing? I wasn't trying to choke you, was I? I'm no, asleep. no, you were asleep. Okay. Not this time. Okay. But it just, that's all it was. It just was that one thing. Well, now, were you? How long had you been? Have you? Were you asleep when this happened? I think I was. I, I. I. I was. No, I wasn't really asleep yet. So that's the thing. You start going into this liminal state, like that. Um, sort of in between. You call me a liar. No, because <laughs> I've had that happen here, where I'm in that middle stage. Why am I blanking on the term for it? There's a term. It's called. Um, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about too. No. <laughs> I, I seriously, I do this all the time now. I always like words just go, Bleh, and then I'll think of it like ten hours later and be like, "Oh, that word." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that word that I'm trying to think of. You get into this middle stage, and things seem. I, I feel like you're you start to go into the dream state, and your brain. But sort I, of I in, felt I moved. I know, and I've had things where I feel like something started pushing on my bed, tugging at my hair. I had something once tugging at my hair. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, what the? And sometimes I have to get up and walk around. Like I have to go. Well, that's what I did. The bathroom I'm surprised because you didn't get up and start screaming and yelling at me because I got up and walked <laughs> around the house like a maniac for I, like 10 I, minutes. I probably did wake up or I was still up because I remember just like a few nights. Was this a few nights ago? This was Sunday night slash Monday morning. Okay, I think I remember that because you were stomping around on the floor squeaks. 
And I was like, what's he doing? God, go to yeah. bed. Well, I was making sure the cat wasn't trying to kill well, me. Well, yeah, or that <laughs> well, yeah. little did I know that you were like, demons, demons are after me. Yeah, but yeah. that's I don't know I don't know so I think that that's part yeah, of I that. had a holy water out in a Bible in yeah. the middle of the hallway I nothing, come out there, nothing yeah, but my boxer shorts <laughs> you're shaking crying the power say, of Christ compels the you the power yeah. of Christ compels no, you no I've had that though and it is I've actually had a couple really disturbing moments with that where it really spooked me out but yeah, I think yeah. it's that weird stage when you're hypnagogic is that it yes okay that's it and that's, um, it. that's right before you go into yes, sleep paralysis yes, yes there we go and you yep. start to have these experiences like that that seem are seemingly real. Yeah. Uh, or it could be the time when energies can manipulate and work with you differently because Got you're your guard down. Yeah, your consciousness <laughs> is starting to slip into a different state. Your brain waves are going into a different uh, state. Well, it's so spook- who knows? It's but spooked it's, me. It's yeah, it is scary. Yeah. No, and 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 the thing about that too, and you know, maybe. You know what? Maybe I'll, we'll we'll discuss this with you also here, Becky, because okay. something I was going to talk about, I was going to do, because mm-hmm. you know, maybe when we do our intro, our post work on this show, um, mm-hmm. but this was the day after something that really bizarre happened that involved oh, yeah. me, sort of, um, and that's what I was thinking too. Like you know, this was I, my brain kind of got really just uh, the day before was pretty crazy and yeah i did have a few beers that night the night before the night before not the night that this happened of course uh but i mean yeah there was some strange stuff that happened uh but you're right amber i mean it could have been something where i was just going into sleep but it wasn't the cat i I mean i ran out there and he was crashed right out so sorry i didn't mean to jump in the middle of this but it's something i just thought of becky and i wanted to talk to you about Mm -hmm. that too because i mean we we exchange stories like this all the time so But yeah, very, very, very what the hell well, kind of thing that happened. I, I want in our notes here, I really want to get to this part because I love people who, who do tours and have to work with all sorts of people from all walks oh, yeah. of life. <laughs> and they have to deal with all kinds of personalities and things on these tours that you have dealt with a couple of, as in our notes, uh, what the hell stories. Um, <laughs> not so much. You know, I can honestly say not so much with the American Haunting stuff. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. The people that sign up for American Hauntings events, I would say 99% of them are amazing people. Oh, that's good. And they're so respectful and so pleasant to work with. But I've done a few things before that weren't with American Hauntings that <laughs> didn't seem to screen their people as well. <laughs> um when I had, um, I'll, I'll name the place, when I was doing events at the Sally House in Atchison okay. for the Chamber of Commerce, uh, this one group showed up, and this woman comes up to me, and she goes, well, I always ask people when they first get there, you know, why are they there? You know, what brought them there? Why'd they sign up? Because I wanted to make sure that if they were there for something, I didn't want to, like, do something else. I wanted to see what they came expecting so I could kind of cater what I was going to do yeah, around yeah. what they were wanting to do. Yeah. And this one woman goes, well, my father died last month and I want to talk to him. Oh, so you have to go to the Sally house to do that. And I was like, and he would be in the Sally house because <laughs> why? There's a portal. I, <laughs> I never understood that. But she all night long kept trying to talk to her dad and was very disappointed that her yeah. father was not living at the Sally house now. And it's kind of it's it's sad. I mean, people think like, well, I got to go to a haunted place to talk to a ghost. I, I mean, yeah. I can see the logic in there, I guess, or that that kind of logic. But, yeah, it's kind of sad she in a weird way. She didn't even live in Atchison. What? Where, where, where was she from? I don't remember, but she had driven like hours to be there. Wow. And I thought, you know, there are events around this time of year, because it was always in October, uh, where there are psychics 
maybe right. sign up for one yeah, of those. Get a good recommendation <laughs> from someone, and yeah, that would be better than just going into a you know allegedly haunted house and yeah for um, an investigation. Waiting for dad to show up. What are your thoughts on the Sally House, Becky? Uh, do you want my real thoughts? Yeah, sure. Okay, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I don't work for them anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's haunted. It's definitely a haunted house. There is a lot of activity there. But none of what it's famous for. Thank you. Sally never existed. There is no Sally. Um, the doctor that allegedly performed the surgery on Sally never lived in that house. He actually lived next door. Yeah. Um, that's all easy to find if you just look at property records. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a haunted location. And I don't know if it always has been or if it's just become one since so many people go there all the time. And they've yeah. kind of maybe drawn energy to it, but there's stuff going on well, for sure. I don't know if we talked about that or not, Becky, over all of our conversations, but mm-hmm. uh, myself and Doug uh-huh. and, and Will used to be part of the show back in the day. And yep. um, and did Bonnie go with it? Yeah, Bonnie was there also. Okay. I mean, our whole crew. We, we met up with Sean Burris mm-hmm. uh, and when he was part of the Indiana Ghost Trackers, and mm-hmm. that was uh, in 2004. We okay. we made a trip down. Well, we flew out there. That was quite a uh-huh. hike for us coming from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we went there in 2004. Uh, that was a while ago now. Uh, uh-huh. Was it 2004? It may have been before that. Um, um, and yeah, I don't. I never worked for him, so I don't care. <laughs> I'll say whatever <laughs> I want. Um, but yeah, I've, of course, we know a lot of the the crazy stories that that people have said. Yeah. Uh, as far as you know, being scratched and and punched yeah. and stuff, but in this in this house. Demons. Now I will say this: uh-huh. I, I told the story. We've told the story many times when it comes when uh-huh. the Sally House comes up, um, and I'll tell it. I'll tell it here. Okay. Um, I'll say that this is what happened to us, and this okay. was we were not we weren't there, we weren't there no more than ten minutes when this happened, right? Cool. Uh, yeah. Myself and Doug. And Will, I think, and Sean was there too. I think Bonnie was there also. Um, the guy who used to own that place was named Les, if I remember correctly. So, gentlemen, you are na- correct, and yeah. he actually owned it up until fairly recently. That's wow. what I heard. I, yeah, from somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. So we met up with Les. We met him when we got there, and he's like, "Okay, here's the keys, guys." Um, the, there was no. I, I, I didn't think, that, though, the showers didn't work in the house. I thought there was some type of running uh, water. 2004 was the first time I did an investigation there, and the water wasn't even turned on. So there was anyway. no water. There was no water at all, like not even the toilets. I think we bought, yeah, we had to get bottled water or something, if I remember correctly. Now, and if we, like, the, there was a, a bed and breakfast across the street. Correct, yes. That That's we could give them, they, they would, for two bucks, we could go over there and take a shower every day. <laughs> um, when we were there, which is not a bad deal. I can live That's with that. That's not a bad deal. No, no, no I'd pay two bucks for a shower. Two bucks for a shower is no problem. So, um, but we were there when we showed up there, we met with Les and he was mm-hmm. doing some work on the house. He was doing some painting and stuff like that. Just some rehab work. So in the, in the front living room, you know, you walk in the, there was the nice, beautiful porch. I love the porch in that house. It was yeah. perfect. Um, you walk in there and you have like the front living room and then you have like the dining room and then the kitchen, right? Uh, yeah. So you walk in front living room, then you walk a little further to dining room, and then you go to the left, and there's the kitchen right there. So mm-hmm. there was a ladder and some paint supplies and a beat-up old radio, right? Yep. I know that radio. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. That it came on and off? 
Yes, we've talked. We've talked about this. No, okay. we have not, because it did that the first time I was there. Oh bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! I'm not shitting you bullshit. at all, huh? Okay, well then you know the end of that story. <laughs> no, well, we were. I, I, I can Go ruin ahead. that story for you one Ooh. step further if you want Ooh. me to. Ooh. Go ahead, please. Loose plug. <gasps> what the thing wasn't plugged in though. Was it batteries? Uh, when Wait. we were there, it was plugged in and it was a loose plug. Really? Because it freaked us out for a while, and then we were like, what is this? And we messed around with it, and we were like, it's the plug. It had to have been plugged in, Scott. <laughs> People rarely keep Whoa, batteries. Oh, no, great. this is so cool we're talking about this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, I mean, my memory's foggy, too. I remember we were upstairs, mm-hmm. and, and it would come on. It came on, and we were, we were what song was it? Uh, oh, it don't matter. Doug would remember, right? Uh, I've totally forgot now. Um, yeah, and we went down there, and the thing turned off. And That's I, so cool. And the thing was, <laughs> and the thing was, is that I see, like Will and Sean checked everything out, and they said, "Okay, this thing's not coming on." Mm-hmm. They couldn't get it to come back on, the way it was. Yeah. So I mean, I, and again, I mean, I'm a little, it's a little loose here, but, and sure. I'm, I mean, by no means am I saying that that. Well, oh my God, it was it's something paranormal happened, but it was well, definitely it, peculiar. You know, okay, just because it had a loose plug doesn't mean that something paranormal wasn't tampering with the loose plug. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could, the sky's the limit with these ideas, but, right. um, yeah, it was definitely something weird, but what's weirder is that we had the same damn thing happen to <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, so, and, it was 2004 and, was the same year that I was there, so, and, yeah. And everybody listening <laughs> I'm sure here. sure it's that same beat up radio, because it was sitting there in the one room. Yeah, it had on the windowsill. On the windowsill, on the windowsill, exactly. Yep. Because um, we thought somebody came in there and maybe turned the radio on real quick and then took off. You know, th- there was a window right there, of course. Mm-hmm. And we thought somebody may was maybe was messing with us. I don't know, but clearly they probably they probably weren't. Uh, right. But that's that people. I mean, yeah, really. I mean, that's the we never talked about that before. So no, that's, we that's, haven't. So that's that, something. Yeah. But I that's mean, cool. <laughs> right, what, what I want to lay down though too is, you know, there are. Oh boy, how do I say this nice? There was a lot of people, I think, that were not very happy that we were there at the time. I'll say that. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm be- sure of Because that. Yeah. we left there going, well, yeah, we had something peculiar happen to us. But And, and I wish Bonnie was here because she could verify this because mm-hmm. um, we had those big blow-up mattresses, mm-hmm. right? And, um, yeah, I we all kind of were just kind of crashing wherever. And what would – I mean, I have to say, I, we slept there three nights, right? Mm-hmm. And I the thing I kept saying – at the end of it was I slept more soundly here than I've slept at my own home. Yeah. I, I've slept, I slept same very experience. Good. I slept. We, very we good used there. air mattresses and we were there for 12 hours, seven o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning. Our first night. Yeah. Nothing other than that radio. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, no EVPs, nothing on video, no, nothing and, weird, nothing. No. It was like, I was like, what's the big deal? <laughs> well, and I mean, I, that's all that happened was the radio. Uh-huh. I'll say that yeah. too. Um, I had a very <laughs> pleasant stay. I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did as we did a bunch of research. We recorded a ton of stuff, but no, we didn't really yeah. come back with anything. And I know at that time, and I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, there were a, there were a handful of people that were not happy that we didn't come back. Going, oh my God, this is the second coming of Christ. This is the holy well, grail of ghost hunting right here. Right. You know. Yeah. We came back and said well, this weird thing happened, and that's it. Sorry. Oh, people, I, I don't know. People have this bizarre idea of the Sally House in their mind. And I just, it's a haunted place. It's definitely yeah. a place worth going to. And I just wish they would get to the truth 
rather than continue with this story that has been disproven repeatedly. Um, but it is what it is. Um, I've been, uh, when I worked for them and um, haunt, hosted those events, I was there every Friday and Saturday night, September and October, mm-hmm. practically, mm-hmm. for several years. And um, we got some weird EVPs. We got sometimes people tapped on their shoulders. Or um, I think Jennifer had somebody mess with the thing in her hair. Um, but other than that, nothing evil at all. <laughs> well, that's what the, I think that's what, you know, and I mean, I want to be fair here. I mean, yeah, I'm, we were only there for three nights. Sure. And I know there's some people that have spent a lot of time there. So I think report like statistically, the likelihood right. of you having experiences are higher, of course, because you're there more, right? Correct. Yes. And I remember, yeah, when you we- know, I always tell people they don't perform on command. There could be a place yeah. that everything's going crazy one night and then nothing ever yeah, again. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's just hit and miss like that. Yeah. But I, I, but I think you know, I thought we were fair about that too, and we reported <laughs> on that, and that was a long time ago. Uh, I we I did say the same things. I'll say, and I'm saying them now, like. We were only there for three nights, but you know, we were told that, oh my God, you're gonna get, you're gonna get. Ch-. I mean, I literally had people say, "You're gonna get chased out of there. You're not gonna survive the weekend. You're not yeah. gonna survive." I'm like, "What do you mean? I'm not gonna survive the weekend? Is there a freaking axe murderer walking around? Gonna the run place? out without your pants? <laughs> this isn't this isn't a this isn't a movie. I mean, Screaming you know, down the yeah. street. And, and no, we no, we came home. We we you know we we did our thing and we came home and we we reported and I, yeah, some people I think were not happy about that. So Go was ahead. this place's yeah. claim to fame built around? An artificial story, then? Correct. Yes. Okay, and then is Sally? It... That's what it's named after. Okay, never okay. existed. And do we know who started that story? Yes, and they still live in Atchison. Oh. And was it for the purpose of like, commerce? Yeah, is that what it was? Oh for? no, you know, I don't, I don't know what the original. You know, and I'm not going to say that I doubt them. Yeah. Um, because this goes back to um, the '90s, um, and they probably were having some sort of experience there and they called a psychic who's the one that told them the Sally story and we didn't have the means to do research as readily then and so this mythology just built up around the Sally story that a psychic told them okay and I think it's just hard to let go of that story that's like the Myrtle's plantation like the yeah. stuff that just kind of yeah go with Chloe yeah yeah you know? and I think it's the same thing and you know I'm not going to say that they didn't have a horrible experience there because maybe they did I wasn't there I can't say right but I can say it wasn't anybody named Sally w- was uh, there anything interesting about this house's history mm-hmm. or it was well if you look at house. it from the back it's got it's obviously an old house that's had an addition put on uh, and it's an older, the original part of the house is older. Yeah. And it's right by the river there in Atchison. Okay. And so, you yeah. know, the, the paranormal and the water yep. and the sandstone and everything. So it's kind of in an area where it, it could definitely have some activity. Yeah, some history there. Yeah, but as far as anything tragic ever happening there, I've not found any record of that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's a it's, think, a, it's a, the thing that I think most people don't realize until they get there is how small this house is too. It's very small. It's, yeah, on the TV shows and the reenactments, they always make it look like it's a mansion. No, it's the and they did house. that that movie in the '90s with um, Bo Bridges. Uh, 
uh, terror. I don't know what was it. Something in the heartland. I can't remember. A haunting in the heartland, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they used a Victorian house out in the country to represent it. And that it's like, well, it's right in the middle of the city, and it's not that big a house. <laughs> no, it's 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 a little house. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's a cute little house. The yeah. bedrooms were were rather small. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I and I'm with you. I mean, there's definitely. I think there there's some stuff that has happened there. Uh, but sure. not to the nth degree that I that has it's been portrayed. It's I been think. built up to, yeah. Yeah, and, it's been and, built up as the scary demon house, and it's absolutely not. And I and I care <laughs> even less about saying that now than I did even 16 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'll keep saying it, no matter whose feathers get ruffled about that. That's just simply the well, fact. It's a haunted here. location, and yeah. it's worth checking out, and totally. definitely worth going to for totally. sure, hundred percent. But so, don't buy the hype. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to take us off okay. into uh, up to Mars and back. <laughs> but uh, no, that, that's one of the places that you that you've you've obviously done work at, and we were talking about obviously what the hell stories with people. Oh, I have a really good what the oh, hell story. Good, please. But it's not <laughs> it's not from a tour. It's from um, back. You know, since COVID happened, we don't do private home investigations because well, safety. Because yep. uh, <laughs> COVID. Because COVID. So you know that that's a way that it's tied into us. But there, this was many years ago. Uh, there, were, there came a point when our team finally realized we need to not just, when someone calls and says they have a haunting, immediately agree to go out there because a lot of times you get there and you figure out what's really going on in five minutes and now you've wasted your whole night. Yeah. Um, so we you know, started doing a screening process a little more and we've kind of got it honed down a lot better now. Um, and we were working on it at this point and we were doing a pre-screen where we would go out and check the place out. We don't mm-hmm. do that anymore, but you know, we did try it for a while to see how it worked. And me and one other member went out to this house that was having very strange things happen. Um, And we get there, and the homeowner's telling us about all these weird noises and how uh, they keep hearing things fall over at night, and he keeps waking up with weird bruises on his body. Well, we're looking around the house, and they're hoarders. Um, Uh, They've got pathways through boxes. Oh, God. No wonder you've got bruises and hear things fall over. But then he pulls out, this is um, pre-digital camera, pulls out a picture and showing me these pictures of these bruises on his body. And he starts telling me one that's about a bruise in the shape of an X on his ass. <laughs> and then he shows me the picture. <laughs> he hands me a picture of his ass oh, with this God. X bruise on And I go to hand it back to him and he goes, oh no, that's for you. Oh, <laughs> Was there a phone number on the Ooh, back of it? For me? Oh, well, he had his phone number. X marks the spot. <laughs> oh, baby. Needless to say, we didn't go back. Um, I do still have the photo someplace. <laughs> yeah, I would keep it because it's just too funny. It's too good a story to not keep this. <laughs> God, people are people are weirdos. Yeah, people are weird. <laughs> I mean, there's good weirdos. Like I feel like we're good weirdos, and then there's just the bad weirdos. Well, I mean, there <laughs> bad is touch, bad touch. I no. need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right, Amber. I mean, yeah, there. I mean, to study this stuff and, and be a part of this community. I mean, yeah, you are a weirdo yeah. to a certain degree, but you're, you're not. You're not. And there's that fine line. You know, you're not doing weird stuff, right? And right. you know what? I you know, let's talk about this if this is cool, Becky. I'm sorry. I sure. I feel yeah. like I feel no, like I've yeah. talked more than you've talked here, and it's supposed to be your time. <laughs> I'm interjecting. <laughs> but I mean, this is something I think you might find interesting because it's an it's a it's a major 
Mm-hmm. Major what the hell moment. It just happened okay. a couple days ago. And I'm going to, uh, Amber, keep me on the seven inch path here, not oh, the LP God. version of this story. Well, I can, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I guess you should tell it because it's your story, really. But it's, it's, I can tell it in 30 seconds, but. No, 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 no. no I know you, you don't want to do it in no, 30 seconds. This, this <laughs> you deserves, want a little long, at least This five deserves minutes. to be smothered in onions and, well. and with all the dressing on it, right? Um, and the, well, and the reason I want to talk about this briefly is cause, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I promise. Um, so Saturday morning I wake up about eight o'clock and I'm getting, mm-hmm. just kind of getting myself going. And I, per like most people nowadays, the first thing I kind of do is grab my phone and see what, 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 yep. what horrible thing has happened to mm-hmm. this morning so far. <laughs> right? right? Do I want to get out of bed? Do today? I want to, <laughs> is it even worth getting out of bed today? Um, and so I look at my phone and a friend of ours, uh, Sarah, she's actually been on the show here a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, she tags me in a post on Facebook. Oh, which, that's always scary. Which always makes me nervous. Like, okay, what are yeah. you tagging me on here? I, I'm trying to, I want to be nice to people, but you know, what's up? So I, I look and it's actually her sister, Stacy, who, who made this post. And it more or less said, I've been up all night. I'm scared to death. I've been hearing gunshots and stuff exploding. Whoa. Um, you know, I'm really scared. Oh my God. Uh, so I'm like, what? And I look at the picture. She took a picture off of her, 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 her porch. Right. Um, cause, and I, and I look at the picture and I'm like, oh my goodness. So I call Sarah up, the person who tagged me and okay. said, you know, she's picked up immediately. And I'm like, Sarah, um, is that my old condo that I sold, uh, in December of 2018? She's like, yes, it is. Oh no. It's on fire. Oh, <gasps> I'm oh like, no! I'm like, whoa. Well, okay. Let's let's say right off the bat, the significance of this place. It's the former haunted winery. This was the the, the haunted winery, <laughs> oh, which is no. Yeah, we did we did ghostly talk. Um, you know, originally ghostly talk was done from the yeah. haunted. Yeah, you listen to the archives and always hear from yeah. the haunted winery studios. Yeah, that was it. This is where it was at. So I'm like, holy crap! Now you know, I saw like as I said, I sold the place um, December of 2018. Uh, and, but I've kept ties with a handful of people there, friends of mine, old sure, neighbors and yeah. stuff. So I immediately was like, oh, my God, uh, you know, a couple of these people were older. They're elderly. So I'm like, you know what? I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? First thing was like, OK, this has got nothing to do with you, dude. Just stay <laughs> home. The bed's warm and the coffee will taste good when you get up. Just don't don't mess up your day. And I'm like, no, yeah. I got I to make sure my, I got to check on my friends. And I wanted right. to check on Stacy, yeah. our friend, too. So. Yeah, I jumped in the car and grabbed a coffee and shot over there, right? And so I pulled up, and um, a guy pulled up next to me. Okay. Uh, just driving along. Okay, Abdu, what, are you going to sit there and shake your head the whole time I tell this thing, Amber? It takes so long <laughs> to get to a story. I'm trying. Scott's notorious for, like, something that could be said in a paragraph. He, like, inserts 1,000 more words. At least he's staying on the story. Sometimes uh, I will get on a tangent, and it's like, what was I talking about? I'm, a, I'm an artist, damn it. God, Cut it out. Okay. So, no, uh, this guy gets out, and, of course, I get out, and I'm like, you know, I'm saying the what you'd expect me to say, you know, because yep. uh, there's SWAT trucks and police Damn. cars everywhere and fire yeah. trucks. Um, and the guy gets out next to me. I'm like, you know, what the hell? And uh, he's like, yeah, I live in the, this condo. My, this was my old condo. I sold this thing mm-hmm. to this guy, not this guy I'm talking to. Uh, right. And this was in a building and there was, there was some other units that were in the building also. Right. That, that people okay. lived in. And, um, the guy that got out next to me in his his car, he 
I'm like, this is crazy. He's like, yeah, I live in that building. You know, I live in that building. I, I, I'm kind of stuck. So this guy goes on to explain to me. He's like, yeah. So last night, the guy that lives in that big unit, I'm like, yeah, that's the unit that I sold. I used to, that used to be mine. He's like, oh, wow. Uh Yeah. You know, um, he says last night, this was like this past Friday night. Uh, he says that Mm -hmm. he heard all this commotion out in the hallway and he goes out there and this guy's just throwing furniture and household items just in the hallway for no reason whatsoever. Uh, yeah. 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 So um, he's, of course, he's like, dude, you can't do that. What are you doing, man? And the guy, I guess, just started screaming and yelling at him the usual thing, right? So he runs mm-hmm. back in his unit like, okay, this guy's obviously unhinged. And I'm sure this wasn't the first time he had to deal with him, too, yeah. uh, being a neighbor. So he's like looking through the people, he says, and he's like, the guy brings out a mirror and puts it against the wall. And just slams his head through it. Just slams what? his head through it and breaks the mirror and glass. Yeah, um, yeah. This is this is what he told me. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh-huh. So this guy was pretty worried. He's like, I really need, need would like to get into my unit. Cause sure. Because this is all over with by this point. You know, this uh-huh. this thing's done. Um, so I'm like, well, go talk to the cops. I'm sure they'll help you out. I mean, you helped them out last night by because this guy when he broke the mirror the guy said i i'm the one that called the cops last night yeah started this whole thing he's like as soon as i saw that i called the cops as soon as i had the opportunity when i saw him walk back in the condo i grabbed my keys and my wallet and my phone and got the hell out of dodge just got out of here right and he's like i slept in a parking lot last night right so um yeah so of course i i walked around i i was checking on people i knew is to make sure they were all right and of course it turned Mm -hmm. into a family reunion kind of uh, sure. Yeah. You know, not realizing that after a few minutes, I didn't realize that, that they hadn't removed the body yet. This guy. Oh, no. <gasps> well, and we'll get to what happened in a second. Okay. But, but yeah, of course, I talked to um, a few other friends. The, the news came there. I told them to go away and not talk to me. Leave me alone. And mm-hmm. I went around and saw uh, a dear friend of mine, our friend Denise, um, and I wanted to check on her. So this is kind of where we uh-huh. ended up at. And yeah. So I, Denise, my friend, she um, lived literally, uh, we both lived poolside, our, our, our condos, and hers was like uh-huh. across the way. So you could see in our windows real easy, right? And she's like, I saw her, I'm like, oh my God, Denise, are you okay? And I'm, like, I'm all right, I'm fine. She's like, the SWAT team protected me last night. They took over my condo. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Well, they had a perfect, they had a beat on the guy. They had a beat on him the whole night. Right, they could, they could, yeah, because these guys could have shot him anytime they wanted. Uh, but this was a ten-hour standoff they had. This went on from like Dang. nine o'clock Friday night to to like seven or seven thirty in the morning Saturday morning, and I had gotten there about quarter to nine. So this had, uh-huh. I mean, this was still like the the stuff was still smoldering literally because about seven o'clock. This is what I was told by my friend Denise. Um, they were negotiating all night going, come on out, dude, just come on out. We'll get you the help you need. Just put the gun down, man. He, he had a gun and he lit the place on fire about seven o'clock in the morning, lit the place on fire. And, um, basically this was, mind you, this is a second story. Uh-huh. Okay. This isn't on the ground. This is a second story. Yeah. And I guess there were drugs involved. The guy was doing, I guess, meth or whatever, PCP, stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff that turns you into, into like the Hulk, basically, um, because our, my friend Denise said she's like, yeah, 
he let the place on fire, and I guess there was a, there was an explosion too because he had gas cans in there, and they were also throwing tear gas in there too on top of everything oh. else. Yeah. Um, and he jumped oh, out of excitement. Yeah, right. And she had, she had she watched this entire thing happen. She said, "I watched the whole thing happen. I was sitting with the, with the SWAT guys the whole time." The guy jumped out of the bedroom window from the second story. And from what Denise said, he landed on his head. And um, I was like, whoa, that, well, that had to have killed him right there. A, a story drop on your head. You're, you're no good right. to anybody. And she's like, no, he got up with a gun in his hand and was pointing at the cops. And, of course, the cops were like, put the gun down. Please put the gun down. Put the gun yeah. down. And he just got to a point where they, could, they couldn't deal yeah, with that anymore. So really not going to cooperate. No, he's not going to cooperate. So, um, yeah. That's where it ended. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and that's what went down. <laughs> so wow. there I am standing there looking at my old, my old house that I lived in for years yeah. um, that we, you know, we, we produced so many shows of ghostly talk. Mm-hmm. I, this was my bedroom and the spare bedroom was the studio. We made it into the little studio we had for years there. Uh, and it was a real wonderful place of create you know we created there we did all kinds of cool stuff we all hung out there and had a lot of great times there and my you know and when i when i ended up moving out and i still own the place my one of my dearest friends moved in there and started his family there and then they moved on right so we had all yeah. this this cool stuff that happened yeah in this this place. great history and yeah and now that's how it ends. <laughs> there i am standing there looking at these beautiful windows that I put in the place years ago, they were, you know, custom, mm-hmm. wonderful windows and they're just blown apart. There's glass everywhere, you know, and it was sad. It was really yeah. sad, but that's, um, I would put that under that same heading. I think of, of what the hell type person. <laughs> right. Absolutely. What uh, happened? Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I, again, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to usurp the, the show a bit no, on that, no, but yeah. I, you're, I consider you a friend and I, th- I thought you, uh-huh. you would, you would, find that interesting um and that that yeah, that's definitely. what it ties it's it's got the it ties in with ghostly talk because we produce uh-huh. so many shows there right up to the end uh when yes. we when we shut the show down uh originally um that was where we had our last show at was in that place and yeah um that went down Weird. just yeah sat uh, that was a couple days ago literally a couple days ago um and i'm still numb personally i'm still like yeah i mean how do you wrap your head around that well yeah and, that, and that's all it really is because i mean i have no emotional well i mean it was sad to, like i said i was like wow my old house man i i, I yeah i took such good care of that place you know <laughs> i mean i really loved <laughs> living there and I, when i sold it I put a lot of time in there to make sure the place was in good shape. And and to be honest, and I don't want to talk too much on you know of the dead, but mm-hmm. I mean I, the guy who who who, who died, um, who, yeah. I, who I sold it to, I met him. Of course, I met him at the closing and all those things. And I could tell there was something not right. There was something. You know, and then of course, I talked to people around there that day and people I knew or people I didn't know. And they're like, that guy has been kind of going off the rails for a while and. We offered help all the time, and you know, if we'd have known he was capable of this, we right. would we wouldn't we would have probably gotten way more aggressive with it, and probably had him committed or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is where it is, uh, and but yeah, I figured that I, I was going to say talk about this, you know, when we were doing the other stuff with the show, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I figured you might find that interesting, uh, and that's what yeah, yeah a couple days you ago, know. craziness, you know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, um, every place I've ever lived, I feel, you know, whenever I go back and drive through that area of town or 
if it's like a town I haven't lived in a while, I make sure I always go by my old place just because, you know, so much happened there. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I, and I <laughs> and have. And then for to go up in flames like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone by there a few times over the last, I mean, it's not, it's been just shy of two years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've gone, you know, if I was in town around that area, I'd, I'd drop in there and just drive by. And there was nothing, you know, lights were usually off. Nothing was going on, you know. Uh, it was yeah. pretty quiet. So I just drive by the old digs and then just take off. Um, but, yeah, now it's going to be definitely different. Um, yeah. Um, that place will never be the same. And that's just one of those, I mean, something that extreme, mm-hmm. you're never going to ever, that'll, that'll never be the same, that place, knowing no. what happened there. Um, that literally there was a mini war that happened over, over a 10-hour period. I mean, literally a yeah. battle happened between people. Uh, and someone died as a result of that. And, I mean, just witnessing that, from just from witnessing the aftermath of that myself, um, yeah. well, again, while I have no dog in the race whatsoever, it's got nothing to do with me, it was still disturbing to see that. Like, oh, my God, this, is, this stuff can really happen. Yeah. Wow. Holy crap. So, yeah, yeah. that's my what the hell. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then, of course, going back to the hauntings, you wonder what did he leave behind? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, know the, th- the funny thing is, is I, I talked to the guys from Nocturnal Frequency Radio the other night, some, some good guys, mm-hmm. Steve and Steve and Alex. Yep. Um, no, Steve yeah, well. Great, great dudes. Um, yeah. And this we talked like this was sunday <laughs> so this was like the day after yeah and yeah check those guys out nocturnal frequency radio they're fantastic Definitely. dudes love those guys uh and um steve you know said well you know any ideas i'm like oh, oh do, well i got something kind of on the cooker here i could probably talk about it's pretty fresh and we talked about the same thing and that subject yeah. came up like those guys were like, you know, we know that this was obviously a disturbed person, but, you know, yeah. maybe there was something. Because, you know, Amber and I, we talked about when we were doing the show there, um, we had a few people we talked to. They're like, oh, yeah, there's some stuff in that joint. There's some stuff where you guys do your show from. There's energies there. Like I was told uh-huh. by two separate people that there was um, there was basically the spirit of a little boy that lived in the closet in my in the master bedroom. I was told, oh, and I'm like, yeah. so that was kind of weird going to bed that night, you know, going looking in the closet, <laughs> like friggin' poltergeist or something like, oh boy, you know, um, but the place is definitely, it wasn't a, a, a new place. It had a lot of years behind it. So who knows what could have happened before that. And um, maybe, maybe that, maybe something, um, I mean, I, and I don't want to push it into that arena, but maybe something did happen to him. I mean, maybe there was something that pushed him over. I don't know. Becky, I lost. Becky, you're you're really quiet. Uh oh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> maybe I just sat too far back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to stay close to this mic. He's very dependent on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, maybe you know, if he was disturbed, it could have even been a very small thing that was just that tipping point. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say the place was haunted and it made him crazy. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe it is now. You, you mentioned that a minute well, ago. Well, if they're able yeah. to to repair it, because you said that with the windows being blown out. Um, well, I mean. I, I don't even, if, if the structure of the building's compromised. If there was an, if there was an explosion, there could definitely yeah. be structural damage. So there may, I mean, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people over the last couple of days, and th- those are the things that came up. But it was, bottom line, that's probably one of the most bizarre things that at least I've, yeah. not that I'm directly involved with, but, you know. 
Well, that's it, part of the history. It still solidifies my theory that there's more to fear from the living than the dead. Whenever Max. someone's like, what do you <laughs> do? It's so scary. I could never go into so a graveyard scary. at night. And I'm like, oh, that is. Aren't you scared? It's like yeah. I'm more scared going to the mall. Yeah. Like <laughs> just driving is scarier yeah. than going yeah. into a cemetery going at night. The grocery store is more terrifying. Yeah. Nowadays, put that mask on, yeah. dummy. Put the mask on. I haven't on. even wrong? done that since April. Uh, that really? I didn't do it in April. I haven't done it since March. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's it's funny with the COVID thing. Um, uh-huh. You know, like, um, well, this started in March, April. Yeah. It felt like I was going out into battle to go grocery yeah. shopping because we, you know, and we, you know, we were obviously very conservative. Like we got, we would do a bunch of shopping so we didn't have to go out anywhere. But I was shopping for my parents too because they're older. They're elderly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I didn't want them being exposed to this stuff. So, um, but it felt like it was intense then. I mean, now it's a bit, yeah. I mean. I've, and it's worse, worse now. <laughs> you think so? Well, uh, worse than worse how? Well, I mean, the, 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 the virus is worse. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like the it's second wave. Much more. And our guard is, we've all kind of gotten to that mental exhaustion yep. point. Yeah, and, and I think that like, I just can't keep doing this. Yep. And I yeah. think that's how this happened. I think everyone was mm-hmm. being really diligent, and then they were like, "God, I just want to go out to eat. <laughs> I just want to be served pizza." And <laughs> so everybody would just like you do. You let your guard down a bit, or you yeah. feel like, "Well, I've been out a couple times. I didn't get sick. I'm okay." Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I think I definitely, and I, I won't say that I'm. What is it? Uh, um, I, I, I don't feel this. Yeah, I don't feel like as paranoid as I did back in March or April. And, right. and maybe that's a bad thing. Well, you know? I, you know, back in March, it was it was so new and it was so scary. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't know anything at all about it, except that if you got it, they probably wouldn't have a bed in the ICU to put you in because the ICUs are already full. Yeah, exactly. And that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and, I think, you know, maybe that was part of it, too, was we were, you know, now... Which still should be scared, but it's not quite as terrifying as it was when it was new. No, and I mean, again, that may be to our detriment because, yeah, the second yeah. wave thing, yeah. people need to get more diligent again, I think. Yeah, um, agreed. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's something that it's affecting everybody in every way, obviously. Worldwide. When it, when it comes to the, even studying the paranormal, this community, it's changed yeah. everything. Everything. But I think we're going to see an explosion of awesome books written during this time because everyone's <laughs> just said. like Becky, just like what Becky yeah. did. Becky put out Kansas We've got City Hauntings. Right. We're yeah. going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be, I, I feel like I've purchased more books like than oh. ever recently. I haven't been in a store and I have bought more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Amazon's so dangerous, and oh. it's not like I buy anything expensive. It's just like, oh, I want to. That's ten bucks. No, yeah, oh, that's ten yeah. bucks. Oh, I, oh, that's ten bucks. Ooh, I want to. I want to try needle felting. Ooh, there's a kit for twenty bucks. Oh, oh, I can get it in two I days. I bought a whole bunch of craft stuff oh, yeah. before I decided to do the book, and it's, and it's all sitting there waiting on yeah. me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Becky, thank you. Yeah, so thank much. You. Um, I, again, the book. Is uh, Kansas City Hauntings History and Mystery of the Paris of the Plains. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, yeah. And we and we mentioned that. We'll put all the links up on the site. All the links. For our dear friend Becky Ray. Uh, because we want you guys to get the book directly from her. I yes. Mean, it, Please it, do. You know, I will but, happily sign it. Yes. And get it in the mail. Yes. and Priority. Be- <laughs> Becky, we miss the living hell out of you and we love you to death. You know that. Miss you too. We, love you guys. Yeah, you. I hope we get to see each other sometime in 2021. Oh, maybe. We're going to be safe. Ghostly Talk. <laughs> <laughs>